Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. week's episode of sync and assist the chill version welcome welcome we are chilling actually yeah yeah laying back on a futon right now yeah (laughs) we're socially distancing but right you're we're leaving space for jesus (laughs) (laughs) six inches for jesus (laughs) that's sounds like an interesting porn actually um (laughs) um wood rocket get on it (laughs) <laughs> oh that's great but uh <laughs> so um we actually just got done doing something very productive as well too a few productive things <laughs> right right yeah um yeah we got, uh we just shot for the first time like photos since when uh <laughs> it had to have been before the pandemic right or or did we? Was it? Uh, I think it probably. I think it was like that when we did the sink and discovery. Oh yeah, that was uh, that, that was, was like just, in February. No. Gen- that was like a day after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when you did, have. I much- feel like I just took pictures. Yeah, probably not. Well, not with me, I don't think. But you, you like with you, like yeah, with me, I was. Got a camera in my hand. Yeah, right. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> taken pictures of yourself my and my shoes, yeah. on my feet, <laughs> uh, and and something for uh, uh, your bro with Chaza. Yeah, that that was well, that, that was, was a, few a little while ago. ago. Yeah, but I mean, it's so it was definitely before that when we when we shot. So. Yeah, because yeah. this is the so it's like, really been first time we're recording in person since uh, Black Lives Matter Part Two or Black in Lives June. Still. Yes, right. Yeah, that was yeah. the June. It was in June uh, with Barry on the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we know <laughs> it's crazy. I was a different age. <laughs> you were. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what we got done uh, doing a nice a nice shoot actually, and it's like, some pre pro stuff trying to get some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which by the time this episode goes up, that'd already be done. Right. Hopefully, it's it's like raining hard apparently outside, <laughs> and this is an outside activity. <laughs> right. But you can't wait to get home and uh, edit those photos. I know. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I have a um a, a new filter. Um, like for, it's a certain brand, but it's basically a pro mist filter where it makes everything look soft and where it softens highlights and it just, it just gives like a cinematic feel. So like a lot of movies that we watch, they have, they're shot on pro black pro mist filters, but, um, the brand that I bought it from, it's a like homegrown. And so it's a lot cheaper. Like I paid what? $80 with a 
twenty dollar uh <laughs> discount. So it would have been a little more after like shipping and all that. But yeah, uh yeah, it's you know, support small businesses. Yeah, and um but yeah, it, it basically it does the exact same thing as a black promise filter, just three times cheaper. Because <laughs> black promise is very expensive. Well, I'm glad I went uh thrifting somewhat recently to get some get some new new drip <laughs> uh for some shoots. So uh yeah, that's good. I don't want to keep wearing the same stuff over and over, so I've kind of re- revamped my wardrobe a little bit. Now that ever since the pandemic, now that all of the um fitting rooms are closed, I'm just stuck with the pants I have. <laughs> I gotta try on my pants. It, I only have like four pairs of pants. So. Right. I wing it with, with mine. Uh <laughs> but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Everyone's like always like at work, they're like, Rob, do you have any color in your wardrobe? I'm like, nah. No, all black. I have like all summer. A all lot black. of black tees. And I'm like, which black tee am I gonna wear today? <laughs> <laughs> this one's softer, but it's a little <laughs> shorter. This one's a little longer. This one's just right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've op- I've opened your closet. It's hard to see in there. It's all black. <laughs> I have like three pairs of black pants. I have one pair of blue jeans, like this, like blue, blue. And then I have another pair that's is like a lighter wash of blue jean. Mm. All of my pants are ripped jeans. <laughs> nice. Right so, at the knees, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if I didn't buy them that way, I put make, I make it that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm still an emo kid at heart. I think just it's taken another form. That's what I always tell people. <laughs> yeah, so it's like because you like you did the behind the scenes for uh, the a couple years ago for the uh, video I did with Sean, and because. I wear black all the time because one, it's just how huh? <laughs> I, I just, yeah, like where I'm from, I just always wear black tees. And um, I don't like how I look in white tees. Like I feel I feel like I look weird, even <laughs> though it's, it's just a hit in my head. But like when you, as if, because I grew, I came up, I like literally grew up on sets. Like not like a childhood actor, but like as do as far as doing crew work, because uh, on film sets, the people behind the scenes are always wearing black because one, it's uniform. It's like crew is wearing all black, right. but also because black. Um, absorbs absorbs light. So if I were wearing a white shirt on set and I was like down a light, the light on would bounce off of my white shirt because we always wear black. It doesn't bounce the light. So right. like that would be, if I had on a white shirt, that would just be unnecessary light. That would be uh, uh, yeah. going against what the uh, the cinematographer just right. set up the lights. Had the, um, yeah, light like hits set. black and then it like stops there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. But also I'm like metal, got that straight. Everybody, yeah, everybody. Filmmaker. <laughs> so I was born to wear nothing but black. 
<laughs> yeah. But your beautiful car is red. Yeah. Yeah, you finally finally took you on a spin. <laughs> yes, right. That was nice too. Yeah. The, the, the new air. Whip. Yeah. <laughs> I have that now. Yeah, that's also very nice. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, it's uh it was really really nice to get back into the, you know, creative thing with you for sure because mm-hmm. it had been far too long for sure and uh we got a nice little project coming up too which we mentioned before um more on that once that actually unfolds so <laughs> yeah. um but as of right now, now as far as today is kind of up in there even yeah. though there's a lot of planning behind it yeah right <laughs> right but we'll adjust accordingly lord wi- lord willing that's that's what i grew up saying lord willing um, which actually that's not a bad, it's not a bad segue into what I was wanting to talk about today too. Yeah. Uh, just about how, Ooh, um, especially the stresses that I've been going through this week. Like I've just been feeling like, why isn't this going the way that I want to? And I feel that frustration that builds just kind of makes me, makes me try to aggressively go at life and like make things happen that maybe aren't meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of goes back to uh, something you said earlier today um, about you just, it's um, really just like the letting go and letting God, letting um, whatever's supposed to happen, happen, yeah. you know, and, and usually it's when, you least expect it to. It's usually when you let it, after you let it go, uh, you're not dwelling on it so much as when the opportunity or the, the thing you're asking for like presents itself. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're not trying to like, you know. Like, uh, yeah, like that's a piece like, like obviously like. That's we, some we've, knowledge right yeah, there. Like we've talked it. I, I've brought it up so many times like, I'm a Christian if you didn't know, but, um, but like that's, that's a piece that like only God can give you. And like, if you believe in like the universe, like that's a piece only the universe can give you. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so many things like just this year alone that I just like asked God for like his peace. And like, we're in a recession, we're in a pandemic, like, just so much like this week I, I lost uh my grandmother and um I took care of her um m- myself my mom my brother and dad like we took care of her and the fact that today's Wednesday and she passed on on Monday morning like the fact that I have peace and like I'm able to like get out and create and um you know, like let go and let God, like that, that's the only piece that can come, you know, from God. Like mm, right. it's something that I pray for all the time. Like every morning I pray for like his strength and for uh, his peace and the building could be on fire. And I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> I'm yeah. good. You know, right. cause like so many times the building has been on fire. Like I should be freaking out, but <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm like strangely like almost. It's almost scary how calm it, I am. It it comes down to trust for sure. Yeah, like I 
like I've mentioned on the podcast, like when I got furloughed, like I was um, not at all. Like I didn't think of myself at all. Like I was like going to quit my job because we were going to come back at some point. I was like not going to come go back because they just let everyone go. And like I wasn't thinking about me. I'm like, but like I'm doing okay. But I know all their stories and they're all struggling. Like I have peace. Like I'm good. Like I'm calm. I'm not freaking out. Even though I start just like, oh shit. <laughs> Where's the money gonna come from? <laughs> like I got feel still, but like still, like maybe it's I was already there. Good, you know, maybe that money was already there. It's just uh, you know, or, or whatever you need is already there, but it just mm-hmm. hasn't revealed itself yet, manifested. Like, like I've mentioned a few weeks ago, like how is it that we're thriving? Like. More that we're making more money than yeah, I know. Yeah. In the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a recession, we're doing better than we've ever done. Ever. Like I have a 2019 <laughs> Jeep. It is brand new. I'm really like the only owner because it was a rental car at first, which pro tip. Look for <laughs> cars on lots that used to be rental cars because they take very good care of those cars. But um, like how how is that so? Like I know how, like I know for myself how, but how is that so? You know, right? But um, yeah. But to also to like go back to what you were saying, like faith without works is dead. Like you have to let go. And let God, you know, and like we say that, but like you can apply it to like make that fit your situation. You know, like if you're an atheist, you can make still make let go and let God your, you know, fit your situation. But you have to like, because what, like what were you saying earlier, like before we started recording, like, um, I'm blanking on like what you're saying, but it was like along lines of like, um, that like that's not believing, you know, because like you, faith like, without tri- works, trusting, is, yeah, like you have to um do your part and work, and you just have to trust, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have faith that it's yeah. gonna work out, right? You know, because it's not just gonna work out on its own. You right. have to do you have to do your part, right? It's not like you you know be a couch potato mm-hmm. and just. One day you wake up, you're nominated for a Grammy. I used to, yeah, and and I used to hear stuff like that, or it, it at least it was interpreted this way, you know, like a lot of the uh, the the Disney logic or the Disney inspiration was like, you know, if you just dream hard enough, it's gonna happen, or if it's you gonna just come. get off of your ass. Yeah, <laughs> no, it yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't very implied. You know, I'm not saying with every Disney movie, but I call it the Disney logic of like a lot of kids grow up with like, if you just have enough, you know, if you, you know, you can sit there and do nothing, but if you dream hard enough, you have enough faith then it'll happen to you. And that's not always the case. You kind of have to meet, meet destiny where it's at, you know, it's like, yeah, it may be there for you and it hasn't manifested itself for you, but you got to put in the work to get you to that place that it'll reveal itself, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just, uh, yeah, like you said, faith without works is dead. Um, it's like a lot of people use faith as an excuse to be lazy, you know, or, you know, just your dreams, you know, cause yeah, sometimes there are people that get very lucky. <laughs> um, or if, you know, if you really don't believe in luck, you know, yeah, there are some people that maybe they were just destined to have all this fame and success come to them, uh, at, when they're a kid or something and they never had to put it like a lick of work, you know? <laughs> um, but for most people, you know, they got to, you know, maybe you work your day jobs, you got to, you know, do your school, you got to do all these different things, prepare you for that moment. It's all preparing you for that, that big moment where you realize like, wow, I'm finally where I'm supposed to be, you know, not that that hunger ever goes the way that maybe you'll keep chasing something, you know, be like, Oh, I got, I got bigger plans now, but you know, you reach that, uh, that level that you wanted to be at, but it's a combination of faith and works together, dreaming big and also making those steps that goes. And that actually goes back to what we were talking about last week too, about, you know, five-year plan, which I got, I got to work on that. (laughs) You know, just kind of like making some goals and executing goals and stuff, which I think we're getting a pretty good handle on it lately. But yeah, yeah. Like on back in those Tumblr days, they mm. had those uh, inspirational like posts or whatever. Huh. And like one was a picture of because like one person that you love that I also love is like Dolly Daily the singer. <laughs> yes, I love and, Daily. Um, <laughs> He has a song called "Those Who Wait," and like, it's a good one. Yeah, that that um that was like my anthem. Like, I, I just always believe in like good things come to those who wait. But in this Tumblr like poster or whatever, it said um good things that um good things go good things go to those who wait, but those who wait or who wait was scratched down and said those who fucking get it. Like good things mm. go to those who fucking get it, and like, ooh, you have to. Have That's a double that meaning em- too. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like you have to, you know, you have to like get off your ass. You have to like do it, like, and also like don't compare your your work to someone else's work. Don't compare your drive to someone else's drive. Like, there can only be one of your stories Mm. like someone has everyone has their own story everyone has their own path like good things come to those who get it as in understand it too mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah but that that comes from experience Mm -hmm. you know you gotta like like what's that expression you know like see what you're made of right Mm-hmm. And sometimes <laughs> you might have to, like, this is a good uh, example here too. Like getting, getting beat up, get the the shit kicked out of you. You know, life can do that, and people can do that. Situations can do that, and you know, you're spitting up blood. You're, you know, you literally you're seeing what you're made of. Mm-hmm. You know. Spill your, pour your guts out. Yeah, and that's that's what happens to us, you know, on an emotional level. Uh, 
unfortunately, some people on a physical level too. But, uh, but you know, metaphorically, that means a lot because, you know, experience, you, you, you go through things and that's how you learn. You know, I know that's, that's basic as hell, but like, but it's true. It's like, I feel like a lot of things I used to say when I was younger was more just was rhetoric. You know, it's like, I still believe in those things. I believe in those things more now than I did then because all of those values were put to the test. You know, I could, I could say, you know, as a kid, like, you know, we must do nice things to people. We must, you know, give to the poor. We must, you know, or um, you know, just all these different things we could list off. And, um, but I was saying a lot of that more because I was taught that, told that. But now that I'm older and it's like I experienced like the best and worst things in life, you know, people hurting me, people... Uh, like getting let down, you know, and uh, failures, things like that, that will teach you how true those initial things I was taught really was, you know, and, and what I'm made of, like I said, so. Yeah, like, you have to, like, know how to use, like, your experience, though, because, like, some oh, people yeah. can turn to, like, I don't know, school shooters or, like, you know, serial killers. <laughs> like, you have to, like, know how to distribute that energy in a productive way because like I always talk about like because like we were we never had anything like we're struggling for you know most of our our lives growing up and that could have molded me that could put something in my head like I could have just been negative about everything Instead of like learn to enjoy the small things like in life, like when you have nothing, mm. it just gives you something to appreciate, you know. Right. So like when we do make it, because we will, because like got to make it happen. Yeah. Like because going back's not an option. So we're going to appreciate the shit out of that, you know? Right. A lot of people don't appreciate things, like if they've always had it or if mm -hmm. it's at their disposal, you know, their whole life, they can't really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, uh, but if, if you grew up and you didn't have it and then now you do, you know the value of that thing. So. Yeah, living three people to, and a dog to a one-bedroom <laughs> apartment ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all perspective too because, you know, once you upgrade a little bit, that maybe a downgrade for someone else. But for you, that's that upgrade. That's that like, like, this is nice. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, maybe you went from like a little studio apartment in, in like a rundown part of town or something up to like a little bit North. And then, you know, it's a one bedroom, you know, it's not a studio. It's a little bit bigger. And, you know, you got like a, a couch instead of a, a futon like we're on now. Uh, then it's you're like a leather one, and you're like, "Oh, this is nice," you know. Yeah, but uh, it, it again, it's a matter of perspective, you know. Yeah, but like at the same time, living in a one bedroom apartment off in North Ave, <laughs> around the corner <laughs> from Boulevard, like that, like all of us, like that could be, you know, 
struggling, but <laughs> living in a one bedroom in LA, you might be doing great. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That is true. That is, <laughs> that is true. Depends on where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like New York, for example. You'd be lucky to have a bedroom. It might just be an open space. Yeah. yeah New York is crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not uncommon for uh you know apartments to be like 3000 or something like that and it's like the equivalent to a 1000 here you know so <laughs> and i also realized that uh the real estate who like you know got to convince people that i know from new york to like move down here i said you realize that the money that you make up there and what you're spending on up there like you could just buy it in a state down here for what you're paying for your little, you know, Brooklyn uh, uh, town home or whatever you call it, you know, like a, a duplex. What, it, yeah. It's like even shared with other people in there. And it's like, that's considered nice. Uh, <laughs> that's a few, few K, you know, to live in there. And it's like, dude, <laughs> you come yeah. down here. Yeah. You could buy you know, land and everything. Yeah, but like gentrification, gentrification is a thing. Made uh, old rap music you know, like here in Atlanta, yeah. not age very well. <laughs> like you're talking about your block, but your block has been gentrified and looks really nice now. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey man, as long as there's a Mickey D's on the car, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's a lot of that though. A lot of fast, a lot of corporate. Yeah, like because you know. j- even just today. We, cause, like I've said before, like my method to like doing solo shoots from of myself is just hop in the car, drive, just look for anything that looks like a good backdrop, a nice spot to shoot some shots, and we were looking for a pretty long time. Like we were, yeah. All of the spots that would have, you know. Five years ago, or last year, that would have been a nice spot to shoot. It's they like, look really nice now, right? <laughs> and we were looking for like a gritty aesthetic. Like we found one in the part of town that hasn't been gentrified just yet, but right around the corner it has. <laughs> so I was like, just narrowing down. You know, it worked. This is crazy. Gentrification. Like, because I always just try to drive through, like, where we grew up at. Mm-hmm. You don't look the same <laughs> <laughs> at all. No, nothing does. Look the same at all. Man, like, the, the, yeah, this is nice. Would have been nice to grow up here now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Back then. <laughs> yeah. There's a school next to the neighborhood I grew up in. So, like, it used to just be trees surrounding the subdivision, right? And then, nope, school right there. You can visibly see it from the neighborhood. And I'm like, oh, like, really? So, what they did was they basically, that school was initially down the road a little bit more. But because it was, I guess, too small or something for whatever reason they tore that down and then 
built this other school. You know, it's the same school. I guess they just rebuilt it over there. And it's like really nice. And where the school used to be, they put in like all these little like nice like restaurants and like I'm talking like they got a green wise, which is like, you know, Publix is like organic. Mm. It's like a, like a little Whole Foods basically. Yeah. I'm just like, this area is not what it used to be. Like I, this used to be, yes, it was uh, East Cobb, but it was like the poorer side of East Cobb, you know, because that's a little bit further down. You get, you get West, right? Mm-hmm. But where I was from. Yeah. Where I live. But a bit. now that's, no, nah, that's becoming just as nice as anything else in East Cobb. So, yeah. Like I'm trying <laughs> to figure out when Mary is going to put sixth grade in Mar- the Marietta Middle School because <laughs> I went to sixth grade academy, which was just just a school for sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you jumped around a lot with schools. So. Yeah, I mean, I alone went to four high schools. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because like gentrification is so crazy. Like one of the schools I went to, North Atlanta. <laughs> That school was already a nice school. Right. Nice looking school. It was like the hood school. It was like mixed because a lot of kids from like Bankhead did, um, the, they would give the school one address, but their parents would just drop them off. Uh-oh. So like they would never take, like, because they were like all from Bankhead, Adamsville, wherever. And they would, their parents would drop them off every day just so they could go to a nicer school. And, um, yeah, they are moving. Well, they already did it. They moved North Atlanta, just built a whole new North Atlanta that's apparently nicer. I don't be chilling at high school anymore. Um, but a bigger, nicer school. And like my church, like yeah. passion, the Cumber quote unquote Cumberland location was North Atlanta High School. <laughs> so like they've been left uh, North Atlanta, been uh, yeah, left yeah. North Atlanta High School. <laughs> yeah, things just keep changing, man. Like yeah, like passion just I think is just now opening their new campus. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, oh, and then, you know, in Targets, like they've they've been changing a lot of like Target now. Yeah, Target looks like it's in the future. Yeah, right. It looks like one side of the store is looking like uh, freaking IKEA over here. The inside of Target will always look sketchy. Yeah. It'll always look like a Kmart, but the outside of Target, <laughs> right, right. But not anymore though. <laughs> I'm saying Target be looking nice. That uh, men's underwear corner and every uh, <laughs> every target always looks sketchy. The lights are flickering. <laughs> <laughs> Where they have the fitting rooms. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're definitely right. Yeah, because the target I grew up at was kind of the same way. <laughs> A little corner the fit you know, the fitting rooms were at. Yeah, I used to like never want to go into those fitting rooms, so I would just like, yeah, I would just be like, "Uh, I trust this shirt will fit me. So, yeah. (laughs) You hold it up to your chest like, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. 
No, but how is your week? <laughs> <laughs> right, we got. We only got forty more minutes of this episode. Absolutely no. <laughs> nah, that pretty much answered the question of how we have been lately. Yeah, thirty minutes later. <laughs> no, but we should definitely just record on this futon now. Yeah. We can never go back to that table, right? It give it, uh, it feels like ultra professional at that table, but at this futon, it's like we let loose a little bit. It's like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's a casual conversation. We don't have to be uptight, you know. Yeah, maybe I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> y'all better be sharing to y'all's friends. I look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> We will still show up to the doorstep. <laughs> and also remind you to vote in November. Right. Vote and share this podcast. And yeah. Look, or we will come find Maybe you. Kamala Harris is black. <laughs> maybe she's... <laughs> Look. <laughs> I kept saying Kamala. Just but vote for Kamala. Her. Just vote for her. Yeah. <laughs> Kamala. Because we cannot have four more years of this shit. Like, oh yeah, no, no. A buddy has taken up <laughs> mail, USPS mailboxes just so we can't have a uh, you know a fair. That's right. Support the men in blue. <laughs> yeah, blue lives matter. <laughs> I saw blue lives matter trend on Twitter this morning. I was like, man, again. I don't even want to look through this. It's probably a troll. Well, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> well, yeah. You on Twitter more than everybody I know, so, so you, you you see what's trending before it hits Facebook, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you'll see those those viral tweets just hit Facebook right away, too. Yeah, I haven't tweeted in three days, so you know it's real, guys. No, no you're stocking up. That's what you're doing. Yeah. And then once you do get on, you, you got to let loose, like, Scattershot. I was just real <laughs> shit, real <laughs> shit, real shit, real shit. Oh, grandma just passed away. And well, yeah, you need, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. To take time for yourself, my boy. It's going to be real shit, real shit, real shit, real <laughs> shit. <laughs> Get real soon, but right. I just need a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. I took something away. That's hope good. y'all did too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is uh, our hope. Yeah. That is, we have faith in that. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put, I tied it together. Yeah. We preachers. Yeah. Keep your loved ones close. You never know when, you know. And your enemies. No. <laughs> yeah. You never know when, you know, someone in your life could not be in your life anymore. Mm. And it's hard, but. You know, you just have to work on being, having peace. Because, like, my, you know, my grandma, she was in a lot of pain in the end, but she had peace. So I have peace that mm-hmm. she had peace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she would want us to have peace. Yeah. You know, she even, like, her arrangements, she wanted to be as peaceful as possible. Mm. So, like. We're going to have a, our own, you know, get together in service. But she just wanted um, to, because like when her husband passed away, it was a lot of, it was very chaotic. 
like with the family, with like, you know, the, um, the death alone. Cause it was all like, there's a huge case that's still going on, you know? Um, and that was seven years ago. So I, I believe, yeah, yeah seven mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah. And that, that's still going on. That was malpractice with the, um, hospital and um he my grandfather who is more of a grandfather than my actual grandfather hmm. um when uh my grandmother's husband passed away um uh, it was a, it was a lot and she just wanted hers to be as peaceful as possible okay. so yeah she said you know if y'all want to view me view me without wanting a service or anything like that just hmm. You can cremate me immediately, but if you want to see me, see me, but I just want to be in pajamas. I just <laughs> want to be in red pajamas because red is my favorite color and I love sleeping. So, <laughs> so we get, we put on a red pajamas so and she grandma. looked like she was sleeping and uh, yeah, and I feel like she left with us when we left. So I have peace. I felt like she was like telling me like, hey, it's okay. Yeah. So I've had peace ever since. It doesn't make it any less, you know, not like I'm not going to miss her. Right, right, know, right. Because I have it's peace. It's still hard, yeah. You know, but yeah, just keep your loved ones close. And, you know, if they're not your loved ones, <laughs> like we said before, we were starting recording, love thy neighbor, but some neighbors, fuck them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you right. know, but uh Yeah. Love thy neighbor and uh, right where can people find you <laughs> so they can spread their love? Sp yes, please. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Bradley Pallone, my Twitter handle is Brad underscore Pallone, and I'm also doing photography these days, uh, as a lot of y'all know. Um, but if you don't know, well, now you know. Uh, at Ghostproof Photo is the handle for all social media. And Rob, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at RobertDXN. And on. yeah, do subscribe. Get on it. Put hit and hit that little bell. Yeah, you do. I see a couple of the videos on my YouTube channel going up without promotion. <laughs> and hey. Cool. Don't expect more of that content, though. <laughs> Rob, Rob it's going to be real shit, real shit, real shit, real shit. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, do subscribe. And uh, yeah, um, send some sponsors my way. But um, I ain't going to pimp myself out for no sponsors, trick myself out for no sponsors, though. Because <laughs> it's still going to be real shit, real shit, real shit. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah, and you can find Singing Assist at Singing Assist on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find this podcast wherever you find podcasts. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we'll miss you, Grandma. Yes. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Later.